Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting Driven Hunter podcast brought to you by Mission Crossbows. Today I got a pretty special guest with me, and this lady has warmed me out the last couple days turkey hunting. Um, you'll tell by her accent, she's not from Minnesota, but I got Mary O'Neill Phillips from Country Outdoors, one of the most pop, most popular podcasts out there right now, and an also, a very exciting new live show on the Outdoor Channel, which we're going to get into and talk a little bit about. But hey, welcome to Minnesota. Thank you. G'day, g'day, everyone. <laughs> nice to be here. Thanks, Pat. I love that accent. Thank That's you. That's pretty cool. I usually say that I'm from South Alabama. Everybody <laughs> buys it, right? Yeah, they do, actually. A lot of people do. And people buy my Minnesota accent like, yeah, yeah I'm not from Alabama either. No, I'm just glad you didn't say I was from New Zealand. So, <laughs> Well, you are from Australia. Yes. And I, I want to hear about your background. I and mean, we've hunted in Australia mm -hmm. a couple different times. One of my favorite hunts of all time to go over there and hunt water buffalo. Yep. And uh, the people, I mean, I guess that's why I like you so much. Is the people are so nice over there. Thanks. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's interesting. They, Mary's here because she's. we invited them um, down with our good friend Mitch Petrie. They came down and have done, um, they're on a turkey tour mm -hmm. that is covering all over the Grand Slam, right? Mm -hmm. You're covering all the species. Yep. You've been on the road since when? February. What? Yeah, it's been... It's been a while. I'm uh, I'm about ready to get home and get settled in. You look a little tired. I'm a little it's, tired. <laughs> it's been a lot. There's been a lot of birds that have gone down. But um, yeah, the turkey tour, we uh, started in Florida and COVID hit straight away. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness we have a sponsor with Gander RV. So we were able to social distance the entire time out of our camper. So that really saved us. And we've just been loving being in the outdoors and hunting turkeys, hunting in the snow, hunting in the... Rain, hunting 100 degrees in orange groves. It's been awesome. You've really got to see a lot of cool places and yeah. meet some really cool people. And you've told me a few of those stories. Mm -hmm. It's it's amazing. That's what the fun, you know, of what we do mm -hmm. is. It's, it's really what it's all about is getting to meet new people and experience i hope you you know take away that we're all right after you leave minnesota yeah you're all right but your turkeys are really annoying <laughs> yeah <laughs> they have not no. been cooperating <laughs> yeah we had two days ago we were on a gobbler and <laughs> he was not reading the script no he just wanted us to come in spoiled yeah i know yeah he wasn't very eager to come and die you know, i guess we didn't sound sexy enough <laughs> No, that's right. Maybe we should let you mate do the calling. And Zach, your husband, and I were doing the calling, and 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 she was on the gun, and and she's like, she said a few nice words at the end, like, <laughs> I do, I hate your turkeys. Yeah, I do. I hate them. And actually, like, I can call, but I have a tendency to call in Jake's. <laughs> I'm like the Jake Whisperer. You know, they taste just as good. I've got, I have no problem with shooting a Jake. I will say that like a hundred times over. Zach, on the other hand, he doesn't let me. But if I'm hunting by myself, I'm like, whatever, you're going to die. So. <laughs> now, Mary and Nicole did a cooking segment today. Mm -hmm. So they started pretty early. So you didn't hunt with us this morning. So I went out with her husband, Zach, and, mm -hmm. uh, we got out there and it was rainy, windy, just terrible turkey hunting conditions mm -hmm. and we actually thought about not going and decided ah heck it's our last day let's go for it so we got out there right at first light and um 
we knew it was just going to be a challenge to even hear a gobble, mm-hmm. let alone get a gobbler to come in. And and we got up on top of this ridge, and we stopped, and we sat there and listened for a little bit. All of a sudden, we heard one sound off. We're like, oh, hey, you know, that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. We're one step ahead of what we thought. And then we we dropped down, went around, and got kind of in position to where we thought he was at and uh, made a few calls. I hit the flex zone call and, and nothing. And I'm like, come on, come on. And then we walked kind of around the corner because I thought maybe he couldn't hear us. And uh, sure enough, we got around the corner and he just gave us a courtesy gobble like, oh, yes. and he was close. So we just like got down real quick. And uh, it was funny because Zach goes to get the camera out and I'm going to film Zach, you know, for their turkey tour. And he hands me the camera, he goes, oh, no. And I'm like, what? What? And he goes, the c- there's no card in the camera. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he's like, no. Um, Mitch's son was kind of playing around with our camera yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And and he must have took, you know, taken some footage of it and then took the card out and never put it back in. And like, we're st- now we're hooped. We're sitting out there going, now what do we do? And Turkey's just, you know, he's tearing it up. I'm like... That's enough of that. Let's yeah. go kill him. Yeah, exactly. So, sometimes, you know, sometimes you just got to do that. So, I mean, it's the end of the season. We're like, let's go. And we just got around a little closer, made a few more calls, and poof. Awesome. Did he do his little <laughs> giggle? Is it, does That's he what ha- he does. Every time he shoots one, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't hear he that. Didn't do it. <laughs> I'm oh, afraid to do it. <laughs> I'm going to have to show you some of our tour. That's it. <laughs> so goofy yeah i'm sure you probably both get on each other's nerves oh yeah living in a motor home they are oh. if you were at the driven headquarters right now you would see that they have this brand new chevy truck which is not really <laughs> that new it's got three hundred and five thousand miles on it that's really cool yeah you call it old shitty is yeah, that- we call it old shitty, which is not, we can't say that obviously on the show, but we call it old faithful on the show or <laughs> white, but it's actually called old shitty. Yeah. And uh, no, that, that truck has been great. This is the second single season slam we've done in that truck. And obviously Zach had it before I even came along. He got it, I think when he was like 17 or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. It's like a 2014 Chevy. Uh, he probably... Did some parking with some girls before you came along in that Oh, you don't need to tell me that. I already know that. Bloody heck. He has had a friend shoot it with uh, a gun. They've shot it with a bow fishing bow. That truck has like, oh my gosh, you should have seen seen my face when he had to go to the Gander RV dealership to pick it up. Like the people were like, you're not leaving with this 2020 like camper. No, it was a struggle. We had to make a few phone calls to the headquarters. Yeah, usually people pull that kind of camper with a really nice looking truck and they're like, man, this guy's going to go and pedal our camper probably sell it. Hey, but you know what? It's, It's lasted. We've only had... Uh, two flat tires and had to change the oil. I mean, that's a solid truck. And for me, like, I'm I'm all about the old. Like, um, that's loyalty right there. That's a faithful truck. No, I, I yeah. There's nothing you can't kill a Chevy. That's, that's for right. sure. But so you started in Florida, mm-hmm. and that was early on. And see, we've we hunt Florida all the time, yep. and I've had. I mean, we love going there, Orange and we groups. were we were. Our bags are packed this year, and we were getting on an airplane, the you know, on a certain morning, 
And the night before, um, all this stuff just collapsed and, yeah. and the governor shut down the state yeah. and pretty much our flights got canceled and there was no way mm-hmm. outside of driving mm-hmm. from Minnesota all the way to Florida. And I've made that drive once. Yes. There was no way. And Nicole's like, hey, why don't we take the bus? I'm like, with a four-year-old yeah. and a wife that does not drive it, I said, forget it. We're staying yeah. home. We're just going to hunt turkeys in Minnesota. So um, what was your what was your favorite experiences on, on this big turkey tour, which mm-hmm. is... Also, we'll talk about where it's been airing mm-hmm. and, and how it's, you know, you're delivering the content right away mm-hmm. to the viewers. But where's your favorite place you're um, going? Uh, look, the, I, the Orange Groves in Florida for my Osceola has got to be one of the top ones because that was something that I wanted to do and I hadn't done it yet. But my first uh, Osceola I killed was kind of more in like the swampy style, like bit of like the sand and all of that, but yeah. like it wasn't in the groves. And so I really wanted to try and shoot a bird in the groves. And it's just so cool. Like when you get down to Florida, you really feel like spring is starting. It's, yeah. you know, the warmth, it's the perfect time of year to be down there. And like, how pretty is that? You're literally sitting under an orange tree. I love the smell like, of it. Oh, it's so cool. The smell is overwhelming yeah. to be in an orange grove. It's uh, so that for sure. And, you know, of a daytime we'd head to the markets and get fresh coconuts and all of this stuff so it's fresh just fresh, fresh produce fruit. when we're, we're sick of it up oh, here yeah it's just so that was really cool um I bow hunted for the first time in Kansas I've, I'd never uh bow hunted a turkey before and I found that challenging so I really enjoyed that um, did you get one yeah I got one and we were I wasn't in a blind I was up against a tree and no two way. gobblers and four jakes came in so that was challenging just to get drawn back without you know them seeing me and so I felt like that was an accomplishment after that it made me feel good and um and then oh one of my very top ones was down in Georgia in Adel Georgia this it was just this super misty morning and um, we'd set up and the gobbler was literally like in the tree 20 yards away and he flew straight down into the mist and then just started strutting straight away and it was like the drumming and the walking through the mist it was so cinematic it was like Pirates of the Caribbean like the you know the um the pirate dead pirates walking through the mist and I was yeah. like this is so cool. And you did show me a little like that clip of that footage is amazing. And he fell backwards too which was sick. I showed him and he did like a backflip and I was like, "Wow, it's so cool." <laughs> so, you got you got to love this girl. I mean, yeah. you look at the enthusiasm that for for hunting and and uh I got to say that I'm quite impressed after spending some time in the field with you. You are the real deal. And you know you meet a lot of, there's a lot of women now in this, in this sport or in this industry. And it's cool to see somebody like you and, and to hear your backstory. Tell me a little bit about your backstory and how you came all the way from Australia and you are, you know, traveling the, now traveling the country, doing this country music stuff and doing all this stuff in the, in the outdoors and kind of bringing it all together. Give me a, a quick overview of like your background and how you even got here. And then I want to hear more about this country outdoor stuff. Okay. Yeah. I think like, it's really a God thing. You know, you think that you have a plan for yourself and it just ends up being so much better than anything you ever thought. Yeah. Um, so my background was in acting and I thought I would end up on a stage in LA and I moved to LA and I lasted three months and just hated it. Like it just was not the place for me. I couldn't find good friends and, 
I just thought the place was going to change me as a person if I stayed living there. And I really knew that it was like, you know, I now say I, I know that God was like sending me a message. Um, but I had been to Nashville and I love country music. Um, growing up, my family have a small cattle farm outside of Sydney. And so I spent every weekend as a kid there. And that's where we go. Like when I'm home, that's where I am riding motorbikes and all of that. And um so, and I didn't hunt in Australia, actually. I had an ex-boyfriend who hunted and he wouldn't take me out. And uh, so sucked into you because now I've killed way bigger deer than you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Hey, buddy. I don't know who you are, but yeah, you did mess up on this Blues one. Lose <laughs> all. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hope you, I, hope I think we just lost a fan in Australia <laughs> somewhere. Thanks. Thanks, Mary. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> just just future, future hint, guys. Don't ever tell a girl that she doesn't belong in the hunt, in, in hunting or in the outdoors. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, a that's stupid, pretty much a buzzkill. She'll do everything that she can to prove you wrong. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I went back home and I just saw that there was a market for there to be a female um, Australian presenter in country music host. There wasn't a single one working in the United States. And I was like, well, I'm going to be the first one to do it then. Like, I <laughs> yeah. can do this. And, uh, of course, my family thought I was nuts and said a lot of things that really, like, it was, like, squashing. Yeah. Uh, like, your family can be the toughest on you, like, well, they, I mean, they, they care. They want you to not fail at something. Oh, so. they just don't want you to move to the other side of the world. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. have babies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so I would save up all my money and I would fly every three months over to Nashville and interview anyone who would take an interview with me and I would just have it edited and put it up onto a website and just started slowly creating this platform, hoping someone would see it. And eventually I got hired by the Country Music Channel in Australia to be their red carpet host for the International Awards. So I was doing live um, live red carpet interviews with all these big artists from like America, who? like Jason Aldean and Kip really? Moore and Kelsey Ballerini and all Drake White and all these guys. And so that like, but that happened over like a three year period of me flying back and forth from Australia to Nashville. It was like a hard slug. I had no money. At one point I was so poor that I was eating jerky on bread for like three weeks. And that's all I ate because I was putting all my money into production. And I was just like, this is the price that you have to pay. Like, that's I, a cool story. Yeah. And I, I mean, it seems like everybody that has been successful um, has a little backstory similar in some respects mm-hmm. because then they work that much harder at mm-hmm. being successful. So, oh, I mean, yeah. here you are just grinding it out, doing anything you can, and you're still doing that. That's what I'm most impressed. I mean, you're, you're, when you came in here, you were doing this live thing, which we're going to get into. Um, and like you were hunting the next day or constantly, you know, doing social media posts mm-hmm. and stuff. You got a lot going on. Well, my thing was like, I had seen my parents were like, you know, in the same jobs for 30, 40 years and good on them. Like they are stickers and like, thank God they did that because I wouldn't have had the opportunities that I had growing up. But for me, I just always saw that like, you can actually enjoy what you do for a living. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. I want to enjoy work and I want to use like what God has given me as my talent for a living. And so anyway, uh, like a couple of years into that and I meet my husband, now husband Zach, and he said, do you want to go turkey hunting? And I was like, yes, finally. And we went out to Nebraska with him and one of his mates and uh, I I shot my first bird. Well, actually, I missed the first one. I hadn't even shot a shotgun at this stage, right? 
And Zach's like, all right, so we're just going to belly crawl out here and there's two two toms and they're going to come in. And I was like, belly crawl? Like I had no bloody idea what I was doing. <laughs> and um, his mate was like, don't you think she should shoot some tin cans or something first? And he was like, nah, she'll be all right. So we belly crawl out and these two gobblers come running at me and I was just crapping myself. I didn't even know what to do. And he's like, shoot them. And I'm like, what? Shoot where? <laughs> and so we had a big fight and I said some really unpleasant words and I said, I'm never doing this with you again. Well, 30 minutes later, I was doing it again. Yeah. And uh, what was so cool, this is my first turkey hunt. The boys called in two toms from 500 yards away over the sand hills in Nebraska. That's and cool. I was like, this is, this is like exist. People do this. It was so cool. It hooked you, right. And, it, and I shot the bird at like five yards. I was behind this mound and I just popped up and shot him. And I was like the biggest adrenaline rush. And I was like, this is sick. I want to do this every day of my life. That's and, cool. um, yeah, so then after that I was hooked and it just, you know, I got my first bow and all of that and I love bow hunting and, mm, and so the, yeah, so the country outdoors thing started. So yeah, give us a little background cause mm-hmm. I know you got a lot going on and, and you have the country outdoors, uh, brand, which you're a host of, mm-hmm. um, there's a couple different things that go on with that. So yeah, kind of explain to the viewers like what and, and the fans, what's going on with that, how they can follow and all this stuff about mm-hmm. why it's so cool. And I don't want to spill mm-hmm. the surprise. So like once my outdoor passions just grew to like being my life, I was like, I just want to encourage more people to do this. Like this exists, like everyone should be doing this. This is great. And uh, I said to Zach, I was like, my next goal is to just create something where it brings country music and the outdoors together because they just go so hand in hand, like, right. you know, and, the, and there are so many stories to be told there. And I didn't know what that was going to look like. I had no bloody idea if it was going to be a show or what. And I, I didn't really even know how to go about it. Well, then I met Mitch Petrie, um, who is the head of programming for Outdoor Sportsman's Group. And... I don't even remember how I met Mitch, but like he had seen, he had been following me and had seen a bunch of my interviews and red carpet interviews and stuff like that at the CMA Awards. And he reached out to me and he said, look, I've got this idea um, about this podcast I want to do, Country Outdoors, like interviewing country music artists about their outdoor passions. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, thought you'd be a really good co-host and I was like are you crapping me that's the best like I was freaking out you love that accent I think (laughs) I was dying and the look yeah I was like this is really cool well like no one it really was self-started by him and I because you know people have to see a product before they buy it like they're not going to believe in it and so Mitch and I I had you know some connections in Nashville and he did too and um so we just did like a season one sizzle and but we had like Tyler Farr on it we had John Langston uh Dylan Scott like all these really big artists and um and so you interviewed them on a on a podcast yeah so we actually interviewed them at the CMA at CMA festival in Nashville we had a media room there and we had them all come through and we we were so I think people were they were just so excited to get to talk about like their outdoor passions that they just all jumped on board and like thank god they that's, did that's cool yeah it, you know in the old days they might not have did that but no. it, now it's, it's it's like there's an air in there's something in the air where like people are just over all the bs and like having yeah. to be so political about everything and because i mean my original goal was to host for cmt and then when i found out how liberal they were i was like yeah. oh this is never going to happen i'm going to have to hide who i am and yeah. so, uh, and so this started and it was like, 
I can tell for these artists, they feel liberated about it too because yeah. they're like, I'm not hiding this anymore. And so that's really cool. And um, actually Tyler Farr and a lot of them spoke oh, about cool. that on there. Yeah, he's just like very outspoken. We, we've, we, we've known him for a long period of time and, and knew him when he was in kind of starting his career. And he was at a hunting show mm-hmm. and we hung out and he's just an uh, ordinary guy. Mm-hmm. And, but has a real passion for hunting and there's a ton of others, you know, that, that love hunting too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who, I mean, who's your, do you have a favorite that you've interviewed so far? Um, I really enjoyed chatting with Megan Patrick. She's a Canadian country singer and she's, uh, she's, a, it, sorry, she's going out with Mitchell Tenpenny, who's like quite a big artist at the moment. Yeah. She's going to pop. She's major. So cool. But she has got like, a giant white tail tattooed on her arm and she got into hunting later as well. And she's just so outspoken. And so that was really cool. If you haven't listened to that, go and check it she's out. She's pretty cool. I'll she's have to check really it. badass. Yeah. And, uh, and her and I have the same opinion about, um, influences, hunting influences. And so we spoke about that on the podcast and, you know, what kind of women we want to encourage getting into the outdoors. And yeah. so that was cool yeah. to have another female thinking the same way as me and like sick of the, yeah. And sick of seeing all the crap of girls sitting on a cooler in a, in camo with like their tits out. And it just makes the rest (laughs) of us look so bad, you know? And, um, I couldn't agree more. Just makes us have to work double to be taken seriously. Right. Right. And, um, yeah, I loved him as well. And yeah, I mean, all of them really. Really? All, they've all been like uh, you- oh Riley Green. Riley Green was cool because when we interviewed him, Grandpa's "I Wish Grandpa's Never Died" had yeah. just hit number one. Oh, that's an awesome song. Oh, the best. And um, yeah, he's. I mean, that guy. If you haven't, if you're not following him on Instagram, he slayed the deer last year. Like, oh my gosh, he, I seen that. Yeah, he's a real deal, and yeah. man, he's got a big career in front of him oh like a, his he's just skyrocketing upwards yeah it's really cool i mean we back in the day i remembered there was a couple that i really remember vividly um we were at shot show and we hung out with blake shelton mm-hmm. and he was just starting his career and he was just you know hanging with the rest of us hunting guys and you know now now look at where he is and then um one time i was in buffalo wild wings um, I walked in and, um, the Robertsons were sitting at a table and we went up and we we're talking to them and there's a guy sitting there. I didn't recognize him. And I said, um, he turns and he said, Hey, he says, uh, Pat Reeve. And I'm like, hi. And, and, and I didn't know if it was just somebody that was a fan of theirs or what. Uh-huh. He goes, Luke. And I like, hi, hi, Luke. And he goes, Luke Bryan. And I'm like, hi, Pat Reeve. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. <laughs> Swear to God, true story. I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, now I would probably figure out who that was. But that's uh, so good. Um, That's funny. The girl, Kaylee Hammock, who we had on the TV show, which I'll tell you guys about in a minute. um, She said that she was encouraged to move to Nashville by Luke Bryan. But the story behind it is really funny. So Luke Bryan's from like the same town as her in Georgia, and her mom his mom must have worked at like the courthouse or something. And his, her mom went in there with the girl and said, do you think you could like get us some advice on what she should do with her career and all of this? And um, the mom said, I'm going to call Luke up and ask him and all of this. Well, anyway, 
the Kaylee and her family are all gardening and I guess she was in a bit of a bad mood that day and she gets a call and it's like, hey, Kaylee, this is Luke. And she was like, Luke who? There's like 30 Lukes in this town, like just giving so much attitude. And he's like, Luke Bryan. And she's like, oh, crap. <laughs> I think of quit gardening for a second. Yeah, and then, yeah. So, yeah, well, what I like hot. about uh, Blake Sheldon, like you said before, He's got Gwen Stefani wearing camo. Like, that is That's, so cool. No doubt. Like, she didn't even sing country music prior to this, and he's converted her. So I'm, like, all about that relationship. Right. I yeah. think that's really cool. He's And he's been a big supporter of hunting mm-hmm. and, and everything. I mean, there's there's tons. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could go all the way back to, like, John Anderson days mm-hmm. and and uh, Hank Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, he come at, he, Actually, he was over hunting uh, with w- where I started in Buffalo County, Wisconsin at Bluff Country Outfitters uh-huh. with Tom Interbow. He came up and hunted a couple years back. and Johnny and Cash hunted too. People just can't believe that Hank Williams Jr. was hunting there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's neat to see that the country artists, I mean, they're just, well, they're just ordinary people that just have a God gift to sing. Right. And, and such an awesome talent. And they got a voice for a lot of people, yeah, which is is what is so cool about what you're doing. Tell us a lot. Tell us this how in this country outdoors. I mean, you told us kind of how it got started, yep. but now you got it's just kind of mushroomed like into now a live program mm-hmm. that includes the country music artists and some of your turkey tour. Give us a little bit of what's happening with the the live. This is a very first live show. Yep. That the Outdoor Channel has ever had. It's on Friday mm-hmm. nights, right? Mm-hmm. And you were hosting it. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. So yeah, the whole thing is kind of like snowballed now. It's becoming like it's becoming a real brand. Um, and so the TV show is the first televised event, live televised event that the network has done. And so the premise really started because of all this COVID stuff. You know, the artists can't be touring. We can't be going to concerts, but like people want to be entertained still. So it's a live show. The artists, so we've got Jordan Davis on this week and Jordan Davis has got like big, so- you know, take it from me. If you want a t-shirt, just, he's got a whole bunch of big songs on the you radio. You should probably, <laughs> let's yeah. hear a little bit more. I suck. <laughs> anyway, I realized I was really sucked when I moved to Nashville. Cause I thought that's I could carry I hear a tune. interviewing singers and not singing <laughs> yeah, yourself. That's exactly right. Um, yeah. And I'm mediocre on the guitar too. Um, but yeah, so we've got these artists on, they play four songs and they tell us some stories like how they got into the outdoors, um, you know, what their favorite memory is. But what's really, really cool is fans can actually tweet, text in live and ask the artist a question. Oh, really? So it's That's like, cool. yeah, it really brings people like the artist is coming from their lounge room. So you're sitting in your lounge room watching the artist in their lounge room and you can text in a live question. I think it's so cool. How do you do that? I mean, if so, give me the times and also how does somebody engage and how do they, mm-hmm. to, you know, text? So you can, it's, uh, it's on, the show is on at 7 p.m. Fridays Eastern uh, for 30 minutes and then following that is a Facebook live show because we call it the after party. The 30-minute TV show goes so quick yeah. that, you know, we want to keep it on and so people have an opportunity to right. chat with them even more and find out even more. So we do a – it can go as long as we choose for the 
the, for the live show to go for. Sorry, the Facebook live. Um, but yeah, you can tweet in, you can Instagram in, um, all through Outdoor Channel. So you just head on over there and you can, and you can ha- have to hashtag, hashtag country outdoors. Um, but yeah. That's really cool. I would, I was here when you, you did yours on Friday, which mm-hmm. was live here in our studio, mm-hmm. which is cool. Thank you for mm-hmm. the little side promotion. Awesome. Um, <laughs> and you were interviewing... Travis Denning. Yeah, he, so he seemed pretty cool. He's really cool. He's a Georgia boy. His parents actually came on the after party, so that was really funny. And his dad is a big time hunter. Um, he got into hunting later, but now it's really cool because it's like their thing. You know, when he get when he's back at home, like they go hunting together. And um, his dad was a big fan of the Outdoor Channel, and he was sitting upstairs watching the live show and just loving it. Um, but yeah, no, Travis Denning's got like some major songs rising on the charts at the moment, and he just released his EP "Beers Better Cold," which I couldn't agree more. <laughs> but yeah, no, and uh, yeah, so we've got Jordan Davis on this week, and then we have Brandon Lay on the week after that. But what we're really hoping, I think, to do is to turn it into a live show in Nashville. That's like kind of... That's your goal. That's my goal. Yeah. And you guys are living in Nashville now? Yep. So we're living in Nashville and wow. my co-host is Nick Hoffman from Nick's Wild Ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Nicky. Yeah, old Nicky. Me go way back. You need to just prank him every chance you got. Oh, he's well. he's the funniest to prank. I mean, he's the best. Is he? Oh, yeah. He's so gullible. He, you get him every time. <laughs> That's awesome. And we remember our little prank we talked about? Oh, we, yeah. And we're not going to spill oh, the beans. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. But well, make it, sure you try to film that. That would be hilarious. Yeah, I know. It has something to do with... Well, I ain't going to say. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I don't even think we can describe it or no. people will think that we're totally bonkers. Oh, my but... <laughs> gosh. We had a couple of beers the other night. We got in like some pretty in-depth discussions and, and plot plotting and stuff funny. like that it was pretty funny yeah. right, man we've had such a great time this week yeah. it was it's been a it's been a joy to have you and and get to know you and your husband and um you know i know you're wrapping up the tour and mm-hmm. gonna go home and rest and mm-hmm. you know get back into a normal routine which mm-hmm. is just welcome to our world too it's just crazy how yeah. time flies and you're just so caught up and like you said, things just escalate and mushroom. But man, I it's it's so cool to see uh, and hear your backstory Thanks. and and to see uh, you representing women in this you know arena and mm-hmm. uh, being authentic. And I know Nicole really enjoyed having you here and and hanging out and spending time and oh, awesome. you know getting out there and chasing gobblers around. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope. You know, there's some other young female watching right now that is inspired by you. I'm sure there will be, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you'll inspire many more. So that's, so. thank you so much yeah. for for doing that, just for our sport, for sure. Thanks. I mean, that's that's the coolest part. I mean, what what's on the uh, plate for this fall? Do you got anything planned? Um, you could kind of talking about some other kind of tours coming up. Yeah, I think you know we'll just as. <laughs> As much opportunity arises, we'll be out there. Um, I'm ready to get stuck back into some fishing after this, for sure. But for fall, I put in for Kansas. Um, so I killed a, my, a big buck there last year, bow hunting. And so I hopefully have some nice opportunity um, again. Zach killed like a 175-inch deer. So that was his biggest deer, nice. and he was stoked about that. Um, I put in for Wyoming for elk. So if I draw that, I mean, that's... 
who doesn't want to hunt elk? This would be my oh, first yeah. time hunting elk. So, oh, that's like a, a turkey on steroids yeah. with like large antlers. Yeah. If you elk hunt and you call like you do and hunt turkeys, you will you're gonna be like insanely hooked. Yeah. And then you're gonna be on like this elk tour. Yeah. Oh, and I'm gosh. never gonna get a chance to yeah. you know hunt with you ever again. <laughs> well, you want to you won't even have time to interview anybody, but just so. like. Well, no, the, with this live show, we've been doing the interviews all remote. I just had to find enough service to be able to get on. <laughs> and that's a challenge. Hotspot. Yeah, that has definitely been a challenge. <laughs> but yeah, and then Zach's family have a farm in Missouri and, you know, they get some decent bucks and stuff in there too. So yeah. there and then um, Zach's put in for Iowa. And yeah, so I'm sure we'll be plenty busy. There's some big deer in Tennessee too. So I'm hoping I can get some sort of a hookup there, schmooze with a couple of these artists maybe. <laughs> Yeah, and it'll be so cool to see after this COVID stuff is gone, um, you bring in some of them artists into your tour mm-hmm. scene and, and doing more than just interviewing them, hunting with them and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It'll be uh, fun to watch that progression mm-hmm. and, and how this grows. And and we're just excited to, to help endorse it and, and to promote it because, like I said, I, I got a chance the other day firsthand to watch it, and I thought that was so cool. I'm like, hey. Mary, let's do a podcast. Yeah. It was really my wife pushing it. And she was like, Nicole, so was like, you got to do a podcast with her because she's so interesting and oh, you have thanks. such a cool backstory. Thank you. I mean, it's so inspiring. So oh, yeah, I want to thank you again. And I want to, you know, wish you safe travels thank back you. home and, and um, much success in the next couple of years thank doing this you. stuff. So. Yeah, we've only got like 20 hours or something until we get to Tennessee. So right. <laughs> that's, now so, that slug starts. If you guys get a chance, <laughs> check out Mary's stuff and uh, Country Outdoors on Friday nights mm-hmm. on the Outdoor Channel. Uh, pretty pretty cool stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Come back Thanks to Minnesota so anytime. I will just to use this sound room. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can come and do a live event here <laughs> yeah. anytime. Just make sure you bring a couple female country artists that I'm kind of have particular crush on. Okay. Yeah. I think you'd like Megan Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thank you so much.